ஹாய் ஹே ஹலோ ஹாய் வெல்கம் பேக் டு நதர் ஹோப்ஃபுல்லி கம்ஃபர்டிங் எபிசோட் ஃபுல் ஆஃப் லவ் ப்ளூ திஸ் இஸ் யோர் லைஃப் ட்ரேடன் ப்ளூ ஹூஸ் எக்ஸ்ட்ரீம்லி கிளார் டு சி யூ பிக் அப் திஸ் எபிசோட் ஃபார் த வீக் சிட்டடே ஒய் கான் டாக் அபவுட் கல்ஸ் இன்ஃபெக்ஷன்ஸ் தட் மோன் லெட் யூ கோ ஐ வில் பி டாக் அபவுட் அ பர்டிகுலர் புக் பட் பிஃபோர் தேட் வி ஆர் கோயிங் டு டெல் வென் டு திஸ் நீஷ் வேர்ல்ட் ஆஃப் கல்ஸ் த ரெப்ரஸன்டேஷன் ஆஃப் கல்த் இன் லிட்ரேச்சர் the dark world of cults which is seen in literature um discuss the allure and dangers of these alternative societies that have captivated readers for decades so unlike the previous podcast this is going to be a very literary kind of a podcast so grab your drink grab your food or even a book that you're reading and join me in this very uh, exciting and adventurous ride that i have for you So have you ever come across a cult in literature maybe you read about a fictional group in a book or maybe you've heard a story about one in real life that kind of left you wanting to know more so if that's the case this is the perfect episode for you so um in this episode i will try to explore the dark and sometimes misunderstood world of cults and their representation in literature maybe i'll talk about a few per- particular favorites and to today's bestsellers uh, as we have all known cults have captivated audiences for decades like i've mentioned before but what is this what is it in these alternative societies that draws in so the notion of cults in literature is as old as a medium itself so as time passed authors kind of became increasingly apt in the dissecting and kind of analyzing these often bizarre ever evolving societies it's easy for us to cast judgment on cults from the outside looking in but what truly makes them tick right so cults are typically very much so characterized by an authoritarian leader kind of bringing forth the providing a sense of belonging and purpose to their followers this is your basic definition of what a cult can be so these range from traditional religious institutions to more insidious fringe organizations that kind of manipulate and abuse the followers or their members so that's it one particular thing that all cults have in common is a shared vision whether that results in a positive outcome like collaboration and progress or something much darker So when you explore cult dynamics through literature we somehow gain insight on how the most influential leaders can sometimes manipulate an entire group's beliefs and actions again uh whatever i put before you in the form of a podcast uh my are my interpretations of cult my understanding from the books that i've read from the uh things that i've seen probably from experiences that i've read on all of these are my some uh, my perspective on what cult is i'm pretty sure my perspective would definitely uh vary from yours so this is not a truth um that i'm going to put forth this is just an interpretation a take from my side on cult and because i just finished reading bunny by mona avad i felt like i need to talk about it some place so i felt this is a perfect space okay anyways So if you've ever read a novel where characters join a seemingly utopian society or about um the effects of cult indoctrination on the human psyche then you've somehow experienced the power of literature 
in exploring these complex topics cults and their impacts on individuals and society have been explored in works of fiction for probably many centuries so you have the fictionalized representations of uh, not a lot of fiction but still fictionalized real representations of uh, christian monasticism in the canterbury tales to um, you have herman melville's uh, moby dick which kind of explores a religious fantasism which is experienced by captain ahab um, in moby dick <laughs> so all of these are examples so literature has had a has had a long interest in cults and how they kind of shape your identity uh, and how they shape identity not your identity but the identity but um as i've read as i've read a lot um it wasn't until the late 1960s that groups like you have your famous manson family and the children of god which gain uh, notoriety so these are the cults that began to be seen as more than just plot devices but rather a microscopic view on the contemporary society so this there was a shift in perspective in literature uh, post the 1960s which was uh, kind of brought in or reinforced by authors such as you have thomas uh, pynchon's gravity's rainbow um it I am not a big fan of gravity's um rainbow for some reason uh because uh, I'm not sure maybe it's a writing style I've tried reading it I I I have read it but it's not so much so um my kind of a cup, my kind of tea if I have to say but anyways you have Thomas uh Pynchon's book which kind of explores how alternative religious systems can somehow be used to manipulate people and then you have your margaret atwood's another example would be margaret atwood's handmaid's tale which is a dystopian uh a bit of cult fiction if i have to say um so anyways uh so as we readers continue to kind of come to terms with the implications of cult through these powerful stories it shows us how uh one of the uh, literature is more simply than it's it's more than simply entertainment it kind of helps us to understand our world better now how does cult work or the or the story of cult work as a narrative device cults kind of appeal to readers because of the kind of strength and power and most of the times okay this is not this is the presumption that has been given out so cult often somehow appeal to the readers because of their strength and power and their ability to explain complex issues and realities um they are supposedly cult supposedly offer a sense of control uh, guidance and stability that can be very difficult to find in traditional society particularly if the characters or the people in the cult have had experiences that have not been addressed such as mental illnesses or addiction and so on so there's this power imbalance between the leaders and the followers um kind of also creates a sense of tension which makes it difficult for the people or the followers to make uh individual decisions if that makes sense also um when you read a cult fiction or a book that specifically addresses the world of cult 
there are there is a story weaved between the real and the imagined kind of giving whomever is reading an opportunity to kind of explore a world that they might never experience first hand so in case of cults um there's a tension of reality and fiction and it's very relevant if you've read enough in more cult fiction you would probably know that so you have on one hand literature can kind of glamorize there are literature that does glamorize cults and make them seem like this very uh fast track or easier way to utopia but we have to understand that utopian uh world or a utopian community is never possible but on the other hand um cult fiction or literature that addresses cults can be seen as a powerful tool for a warning or a, like a cautionary tale and kind of exposes the dark heart of cults so fiction is not um how do i say there's a reason why it's called as cult fiction because more or less uh, there are things that are often exaggerated in literature for dramatic effects you have um you have these stories of not saying that these are not true but when it comes to like, uh, fiction you kind of exaggerate you have documentaries on these on netflix you have doomsday preppers to ufo sex sect um and authors who kind of uh draw from extreme examples uh to kind of explore the cult in their work as i've mentioned even though there's this discrepancy senses uh between the fiction and reality literature literature can often bring about important conversation about our collective fa- that's one of the reasons why i started reading cult fiction it's this fascination to understand the psyche to understand why this happens and so on so literature can bring up important conversations about our collective fascination with alternative societies and the kind of dangers that come with it when you join these kinds of group so So as I've mentioned cult which is often shown in literature often have a very strong power dynamic there's usually an authoritative leader manipulating the behavior of their followers and in addition to the psychological manipulation there are these cults that often uh, bring out extreme tactics such as physical isolation sleep deprivation and some sort of diet changes all of these um activities or tactics are used to kind of control the behavior and the thought processes of the group's members so why are we as readers or particularly why am i so captivated by stories of cults i cannot generalize so i'm just going to talk about myself so i believe that one of the reasons why um why i like reading about cult fiction um is because of the vulnerability because often more often than never these stories kind of explore topics such as loss of identity seeking love from an outside source or basically just struggling with your mental health so these are subjects that kind of make um me as a reader i as a reader feel vulnerable while also kind of helps me process what i would do if i were put in similar situations another thing is basically um a, a part of why i read cult fiction could be because of the escapism that i get from it because um how do i say it's it's a way to escape from reality for a few minutes since um even though it does exist in the real world there are a lot of cults around us within us and so on 
it's not something that i'm part of so there's this escape from a sort of reality it's not nice it's not healthy i think i i realize that and also um most of it majority of the reason why i read cult fiction is for the understanding because um the depiction of cults can also be can can show how people can be coerced into joining cults and then be accepted as part of the community however dangerous it may be the psyche of the person who joins the psyche of the person who handles or rules over them the psyche of the entire cult community and so on one question that has always stayed with me or kind of stuck with me is this why um uh, like i i somehow wonder at times when i watch a documentary on netflix or i read something about these cults i wonder about the people trapped in cults and why they stay so in literature uh in literature kind of gives um how do i say when i've read a oh, cult fiction for us you have your bunny by bona abbot or uh, those girls who pray and girls by emma I forgot her last name. So these characters kind of use uh, can be used to kind of explore multiple sides of the human experience. So you can you explore the themes of power, you explore the themes of control, freedom and manipulation and you can um somehow becomes a metaphor for people who stuck in a situation that's not healthy for them but um they cannot do much about it because it's a cult it's very difficult to leave it's easy to join but very difficult to leave uh and it also kind of gives a voice also an agency to people who might have escaped a cult society or to help them find a voice again uh one of the biggest example that i can give is this a short story collection um which is called not a short story collection um but a a novel a very short novel by Jeffrey Eugenides I'm hoping I'm pronouncing the person's name right it's called the virgin suicides uh so it's about this unnamed narrator kind of reflecting on the lives of the lisbon sisters who were kept secretly guarded and regulated by their parents in an overly religious household so that is one book that kind of looks at uh a concept of cult very deeply in a um in the themes of the person's psyche the narrator's psyche the person who's so there's a lot of psychological uh elements that jeffrey explores through the story also you have um there's this book called is a uh, ceremony by leslie maman silko which kind of looks at Theo's journey from uh from this despair to recovery as he kind of escapes from an oppressive military environment uh in a way so characters can also find ways out of these oppressive societies it's not that they're constantly uh stuck there but there have been instances where there are people few very few not everybody can escape but very few two out of 300 probably might escape uh for example you have the f- very 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 famous as i've mentioned in the example before you have the handmaid's tale by margaret atwood uh where offred ultimately kind of escapes uh gilead with her unborn child or in um the hunger games katniss finds the strength in herself and kind of makes a conscious decision to defy authority at a great cost um 
and all of that cults are a representation of human behavior and belief systems that kind of may seem extreme but they exist in the world that we live in so the way the authors or the writers incorporate cults into their story can provide the readers and the audience with information into the history the psychology and motivations of such group so like i've mentioned cult can take up different forms ranging from you have your political cults you have your religious cults you have your social ideologies to self help or spiritual practices so the appeal for cult uh, for some people kind of lie in the sense of belongingness could be in the sense of purpose and the security that cults provide however um the cost of such kind of belonging can sometimes be too extreme members or the people who want to join these kinds of groups or cults would be pressured to kind of follow the group's beliefs or be subject to emotional or physical exploitation so in literature cults are often portrayed as a source of tension conflict and danger especially when the protagonist gets entangled in the cult's web there's a um through the story you see the characters struggle to kind of break free from the influence of the cult and the consequences that follow uh this is a common trope in literature for cult fiction so as i've mentioned i'm giving you an easier example of handmaid's tale which is by margaret atwood you have the uh, oppressive cult known as the gilead which governs a society brings out strict rules and control over its citizens so you have the um you have the protagonist named ofred who is somehow forced to become this handmaid so handmaids have the sole purpose to bear children for the ruling class that's that's all they have to do so you have the uh, you have margaret atwood's novel kind of exploring the dangers of a total totalitarian government and the power dynamics that kind of shape societies uh this cannot be i'm not sure if this can be called as a cult uh because it can be because it can be seen as a political cult again my take on it feel free to disagree with me i would love to have a conversation for with whomever it is on cults another example as i've mentioned is the girls by emma i want to say klein i'm so sorry um it's it was a debut novel and it's kind of based on the manson family cult in the 1960s so the novel kind of looks at uh, the story of a 14 year old girl who kind of gets into this cult's um orbit and they have this charismatic leader named Russell so the novel kind of explores this attraction of the charismatic leaders and the psychological hold that they kind of have on the followers so the representation of cults in literature can serve different purposes such as commenting on the dangers of conformity exploring the human psyche or providing critique of society so cults um, are kind of like this powerful symbol of groupthink fanaticism and dangerous ideology and the way literature represents cult can serve as a reminder of the importance of critical thinking and individuality in a world where group influence can be pervasive so as i'm done with giving you my take on cults i'm going to talk about the cult like tendencies portrayed in mona awards novel bunny um i've been putting this book off for a very long time because i've known that it's um it's absurdist in a lot of senses and i was not ready for it but then i found it on my I, i'm i'm in my kindle era right now 
So I've been reading a lot of books on my Kindle and I found that Bunny was available for free and I thought why not and it's like around like 334 pages. And I did read half of it in the last week. I mean in the last week and I finished it today. Um and okay. <laughs> um wow. <laughs> There's a lot of um There's a lot going on there. So if you've not read the book and if you have an intention of reading, I'm hoping that I will not give you spoilers. I'm not sure if there's any kind of spoilers. Cuz it's not like okay anyways, feel free to skip ahead. So Bunny is a story about Samantha who's a lonely outsider who's invited to join a group of very eccentric and privileged women uh whom she calls and they call themselves as bunnies. So as she gets deeper into their world she kind of discovers a sinister secret that threatens to like eat her up in a way. So the novel kind of how do I say that there's a brilliant exploration of power dynamics okay and also with conformity but it also looks at the dangers of cut like behavior. So there's this intense sense of community that the bunnies exude. They 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 are a tight knit group. that shares a very common goal and the same very similar outlook on life so you have samantha who's a protagonist um she is drawn to this sense of belonging which is something that she's always lacked in her entire life be it her childhood be it her teenage be it her adult uh, student life she's always felt uh outside of this belonging so this is one of the reasons why she joins the cult and however she gets deep into the world she realizes that her community that their community is closed off to the outsiders so anybody who does not conform to their ways is excluded and shunned now there's this leader whose name i will not mention so that particular person is this epitome of a cult leader they are charismatic they're manipulative and they have a clear vision of what they want their group to achieve so they use their power to control and kind of mold their followers into the ideal image that they have for the people for the followers and anyone who kind of disagrees with them is quickly silenced and if you see when you read you see there's this manipulation of language that happens the bunnies have their own bizarre speak which is both exclusive and alluring to anybody who is not part of the group um they use language to kind of create a sense of unity among themselves but it also that lang- that same language kind of serves uh to isolate them from the language from the outside world if you if that makes sense so their language is one of the tools um that they use to kind of maintain power and control and you have the concept of sacrifice also coming in in the cult in the, in this book you have bunnies who are willing to do anything to maintain their status quo and that means even if they have to sacrifice their own values their own beliefs their own individuality they're ready to do it just for their status quo so this is one of the typical um characteristics that you see in a cult where the needs of the group are often placed above the needs of the individual so you have um you have samantha kind of becoming immersed in the world she realizes the extent to which bunnies would go to protect their way of life so bunny kind of uh, the book the novel kind of becomes a cautionary story about dangers of cut like behavior the it shows the characteristics of characteristics of cult it's more of a literary cult um 
yeah, i'm not going to go into it and it's a reminder of how easily individuals can be sucked into these types of groups because um samantha is a student of this particular college and she's does she does not have much friends and bunnies are part of the workshop that she has she's also a part of and and there's this constant um exclusion that samantha feels that when the bunnies kind of call her she's she's ready to go that's the that's something that the cult or the bunnies kind of feed of the the bunnies feed off from samantha's need to feel that belongingness um serves uh, and i said the novel kind of looks at the characteristics of cult with this uh startling accuracy and it's also a reminder of how easily individuals can be sucked into these types of groups so as we read on we kind of question how far would any one of us be willing to go to belong to a community even if it meant giving up on what we believe and who we are and so on also the way mona awad writes her prose is hauntingly poetic and there's this vivid descriptions of bunny's world which will kind of transport the people who read to a realm that is very terrifying and seductive so the story kind of becomes this um both a horror story in a way on the cult realities and also looks at the power of female friendships and the way and the ways in which we construct and perform our own identities and uh if you if you've read it or if you're going through it if you're going to read it um you'll see the subtle transgression where the starting of the story there's constant i me you and all of that and soon as samantha gets into the uh, gets along with the bunnies and becomes a bunny herself the i and you kind of the line blurs and it becomes we so the us versus them so until uh, samantha joined the bunnies she was always the outsider so there was a clear distinction between the us versus them dynamic but once she joins you see the line blurring and it's a very slow intelligent and remarkable transgression that happens because um it took me a while to kind of realize oh she's talking about we because i was taken along in the journey kind of a way but yes um <laughs> So today was very literary kind of a thing with a bit of psychology in between. I really hope you like the episode. If you have a favorite cult fiction of yours, feel free to let me know. Um until I see you in the next episode. I do hope your beverage I that you had fun with today's pick. I do hope your beverage or your food or book whatever you you were doing while you were listening to it was a joyous journey. <laughs> so until I see you next time. Bye.